Welcome to the Pubcast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Good afternoon. My name is Heather Mulhern, and I'll be your host for this next episode of the Pubcast. Today, I am speaking with Krista. Side Graham, a web publishing specialist for JSH Online, the website for three publications of the Christian Science Publishing Society, the Journal, Sentinel, and Herald. Krista, I understand that you uh, update the content for the Herald. Can you tell us what that involves? Sure. Well, um, the Herald, I, I you mentioned this in your introduction, but the Herald is one of three religious periodicals from the Christian Science Church, um, and the three all have different uh, functions, I guess you could say. The Journal is a monthly publication in English, uh, the Sentinel is a weekly publication in English, and the Herald publishes in, uh, it's 14 different languages, but four of those are in print. Um, and so my job as the web publishing specialist for uh, the Herald part of JSH Online is that I'm I'm responsible for updating the website with new material when it comes out. We take all of our print publications, uh, so every every magazine in those four languages that comes out, one per month, um, or I'm sorry, one, uh, it, it, it's a monthly magazine as well, but there are four different languages um, in which it's published. And we take that content that's put in print, and we also make it available on the web so that subscribers can read it uh, Digitally, and we have multiple formats uh, that people can use to access the, the material. And um, as far as what it involves, technically, it's a lot of copying and pasting. <laughs> um, the the actual the actual mechanics of what I do, but I uh, I take specifically I take the file that is is created by the designers of the print magazine, uh, and they create they design uh, using InDesign. Um, and I open InDesign and I, I take their, I take the wording that they have put into the print and I, I apply it to the web. I mean, that that's pretty, pretty basic. So are you like putting it into a template on the web and it's separate from the way it's displayed on the print? Exactly. Yes. Thank you for rephrasing that eloquently. So my next question is what IT skills are necessary to accomplish the job. You said, you know, copying, pasting. Do you need to know any programming languages, or is it just somebody else has already done that part? We are fortunate in that somebody else has already done the, the actual programming. Um, we work with a, a vendor outside of our company that is that does all the design for our company, and um, we just implement. Uh, like you said, we we have a template that's that's made already for us. And uh, it's pretty straightforward on our end of things. So no, no IT experience necessary. And for, for myself and for the, the two other people that I work with directly on my team, um, I, none of us have that background. That's interesting. Yeah. But we, we do, I think we're all fairly computer literate, computer savvy, and it, yeah. it was easy to pick up the, the details of our work. So kind of speaking on technological changes, and uh, I know 
JSH has undergone some recent changes and developments to the site. Can you speak a little bit to the advancements that have made and, and how advances in technology and digital technology have have helped this process, maybe? Sure, sure. Um, recently on the on the site, um, we did add some, The I should say, going back a little bit, a uh, couple of steps back, um, we launched JSH Online in 2012 in the spring. Uh, and so the site has been going for a year and a half, and um, we have lots of active users that have, have given us great feedback about how much they love using the website to read these periodicals. And we just launched kind of a new phase of the website that added a few more enhancements to make that experience better for the users. And, I mean, some one feature that I think people are particularly excited about is that we're adding a lot of audio to the site. Um, we've, we have the, the Christian Science Church does have some audio programs, um, uh, podcasts, um, and a radio program that ran for many years. And we've had archives of those on the site. And we've had continuing podcasts. Um, but one thing that's, that's especially exciting for people is for all of the, the, the material in English, beginning with 2013 material and moving forward, uh, all of the articles that are moved that, that are from a print issue will have an audio representation. And we're trying to do that by asking, basically asking the authors of the articles to read their articles for us. And then we're making those available on the site as well, so people can listen as well as read. And that's only been going for a, a month or so. That's only been live on the site for a month or so, but we've got wonderful feedback about it. People love having multiple ways to access the material. Are you also having, like, the articles? We've, it's been, there, there's 130 years of content. Are mm-hmm. you going back and having audio for all of them or just the most recent Right now, we're just starting with 2013 and, and doing most recent and then continuing forward. Um, we're doing, well, <laughs> I think it, in order to get that done, it would take a lot of work and a lot of organization and resources. So right now, we're just sticking with the new stuff. Uh, it's, you know, it's always possible that we could develop that more, but that's, that's what we're doing right now. Were you at all involved in any of the digital archiving that happened to put all the uh, content from past years onto JSH Online? Mm-hmm. I, I happen to be part of the team that began uh, with, so, um, so I, yeah, I guess to explain that more, the, the, the three periodicals, the journal, Sentinel and Herald, they have been going, like you said, for 130 years. The journal was the first one, and then the Sentinel was started in, the journal began in 18... 18- 83, I believe. I hope I'm not misquoting. I think that's right. I saw mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Things up. Yeah. And, um, and the Sentinel um, began in, oh, I, I shouldn't, you know what? I shouldn't try to give, give dates. So, um, but. Um, they've been around for a long time. <laughs> they've been around for a long time. Yes. And uh, the archives are huge, you know, going back over a hundred years for, for each one of these periodicals. So that was a very big process actually. And I happened to be on the team that was doing that work in my role in particular was not to actually put these articles, not, not to make these articles digital, but to quality assure the work that had been done. 
and it was a, a very, very big process because none of none of these articles had been digitized before. They're all contained in, in huge books, bound volumes of these old uh, periodicals, and available for people to go into Christian Science reading rooms and to read them, uh, to open up a book and look at them. But no good way to to access them digitally. So this was this was starting from the ground and going up. It took, I believe the, the, we began with the journal and Sentinel in September of 2011 and the digitizing continued all the way until, um, this year. Um, we finished, we finished with the heralds in this February, this past February, uh, 2013. And basically what it involved was people typing up all the articles and us checking the work that they had done and not checking every single word that they had done, but doing um, quality assurance checks, which is just checking a, a percentage of them to verify that they're more or less okay. Were there any challenges in this process, especially with the Herald being a, a multilingual publication <laughs> and being in languages that, I mean, it's probably, I don't know what other languages you might have, skills you might have, but probably not all four languages or right. all four of the <laughs> yes. ones. <laughs> yes, well, the um, we, when we got to the Herald part of the project, we actually had four people who were on the quality assurance team, uh, and each of us spoke a different language. Okay. So we brought we brought our individual language skills. So I speak Spanish. I've, I've learned Spanish and, and know enough to do this, this work. And then we had somebody for pre- French and for German and for Portuguese, which are the four in print heralds. So we, we had that, that was a handy thing. And um, the people who were typing up the articles and coding them um, were also uh, multilingual. Cool. And then when you're updating the content, because there are now even more languages, does that ever present any challenges with having to put things up that you can't really read or if you're the main person who's putting them up? It does present challenges every once in a while, but it's, it's surprisingly fewer than you'd expect. I, I think it's helpful that I, I do have some language skills in my background. I have Spanish and have kind of very loose exposure to the other ones. Um, and I, I make use heavily of uh, translation tools online, like Google Translate. It's my best friend <laughs> doing this job. Um, not to get exact translations, but just to get a rough idea of what I'm putting in which fields when I'm filling out the template online. Um, and we do, we're fortunate that the, the editors of the magazine work closely with our publishing team. So I can go to them for as resources. I can turn to the editors of the Herald and, and ask them for help in, in figuring out how to represent something online if I need to, which is really useful. And as far as sort of the, the changes and sort of developments of JSH on, online and who generates the ideas, I know you were talking um, about the users giving feedback mm-hmm. and um, do I, ideas also come from like within your team or from... Um, Mm-hmm. further up or well a lot of the ideas come from a lot of it is from our team but from the managerial side of our team are my not my direct manager but the kind of manager of our department 
uh, is a great idea man. He's always coming up with new ideas about things we could add to the website. And he, he, he basically presents us these ideas and then says, okay, make this happen. And so my, my boss, who is the, um, he kind of oversees everything that's going on and, and works with our web developer to kind of keep an eye on all the technical thing parts of the site. He's, you know, he's tasked with implementing a lot of the ideas that our boss comes up with. Um, and, uh, I think most of the ideas that end up coming out of our team are things that we've heard from other places too. So it's feedback that's, that the publishing society is getting from users saying we would really love, for instance, to have more audio on the site, uh, or we'd love to have a way to, you know, to take all of these bound volumes, there's, you know, a hundred plus years worth of content on here. And we'd love to have a way to, to see it curated more, um, so that's easier for us to study and dig into. And so those are, those are things that we've heard from the field. And I, I know that the upper level management at the public publishing society is constantly listening to that feedback and taking it. And I think, you know, ultimately I think that's the main driver is feedback that's coming from the field of things that people want to see. Uh, you mentioned um, curating it the archives more, what would be the involvement or what would be involved in, in curating that? Is that like a project that's going to be undertaken? I think so. I think so. It's, um, I guess by curation, it's more like, um, just providing people with ways, different and new ways to study the material. And so we've, we've already with actually with this new update, we've already added a couple of features that you might call curation, the church for kind of as a side thing, the church for many years has published pamphlets um, that are, you know, small paper pamphlets that you can buy at, at the Christian science reading rooms. And they have articles from that are reprinted from these periodicals. And what we recently did was we, we made digital representations of all the pamphlets that we knew about. So it's another way for people to dig in to a subject based on a theme. So there might be a pamphlet, about, um, you know, finding healing in your relationships or a pamphlet about, um, this one about place. Yeah. Finding, yeah. Place, um, being free from addiction, things like that. Think topics that people might like to see specific groupings of articles about. Mm-hmm. So those are now available for people to read. And we were also, uh, we have w- one thing that's been continuous is that's a form of curation is, the um, the website on each of the journal Sentinel and Herald pages, uh, there's kind of a home page for each one, a landing page, and there's a, a carousel on those pages that rotates in new articles every week, or yeah. new new in the sense of newly being presented. So maybe an article will be pulled from the archive here, and then an audio piece that's new, and those things will all be featured in this carousel. Kind of thematically relate, uh, related sometimes in the carousel? I think, well, I guess with, maybe that's a, yeah, I think with the carousel, sometimes they're related, sometimes they're intentionally not related so that there's a wider variety. Right. But that's, that's one way that we kind of pull things from this huge store of articles that we have. We pull things that people can, can see and kind of grab onto. And then that makes the, the site, fresh and gives more a, a change on the site so that it's more um, 
besides there being daily new content, kind of a daily change. Exactly. Yeah. Just to keep things fresh. Yeah. I guess maybe as a side note to that, um, that being said that people, people are interested in more curation. People are also, and since the site has begun, people have really enjoyed just searching Mm -hmm. through it on their own. And, you know, and I I imagine for searching to find stuff that also involves tagging of articles. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We, um, we tag, we have different categories of articles. Uh, so something might be kind of broadly considered an article, but might specifically be an article or a testimony uh, or an editorial or a letter from the editor or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a letter to the editor, things that people write in, uh, you know, to this, to the publishing society. Um, or, and th- so we, we do assign them different categories, which I think helps people to search them more effectively. And we have a pretty good, pretty good, sturdy advanced search feature where people can look for things by title, by author, by the date it was published, uh, by these different categories. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways for people to get at the material. Does JSH online use any sort of analytics to improve the experience for its subscribers that, you know, we do use Google analytics and that's not something that I've been involved in very much. Although I've seen, I've, I've taken a look at it a couple of times, but I'm not mm-hmm. usually the one who, who does. But we, yes, we do keep track of site visits and we are, we're able to find out how many people are, are accessing the site, where they're accessing it from, which is actually very interesting for the Herald because you can see um, who's, which countries are, are getting the most traffic coming in. Oh, that um, would be interesting. Yeah, and so you can, and then by... By extension, you can see which languages are getting the most traffic, which is, is helpful. Well, h- how did you get started in electronic publishing uh, since you <laughs> didn't, didn't have a, a background in it? Right. Well, the, the, the way I actually started, this is my first job in electronic publishing, and it, it actually started because I had this other entry-level position um, where I was working with the bound volumes, and that was how I got started with it. So when we were digitizing all this material, they needed quality assurance people that could speak different languages and I could I could pay attention to detail and I could you know continue with the task on my own um, without being too closely supervised and I speak Spanish and so those were quali- those qualified me for the entry level position and then I worked with that project for a year or a year and a half or so um, before I ended up moving up and becoming a part of the web team and that knowledge that I gained through working with putting the bound volumes on the website, I should say putting the archives on the website, has been really useful for me in continuing on the web team because I, I, it's, it, I feel like I have a, an awareness of what all the site includes uh, oh, very broadly, you know, but, but at least um, it, it's, there have been times when that, that knowledge has been helpful. But as far as web publishing itself, that is particularly new for me. Fortunately, it doesn't require, like we said, a ton of technical expertise, which is good. The I, I know I didn't mention this before, but the format that we or the um, and, and maybe this is something we'll want to talk about more later. But I know uh, we talked before this interview about content management systems yes. a little bit, and um, I so the the system that we use is Easy Publish, and because I, I'm not 
terribly connected to the rest, the broader world of web publishing. I don't know where Easy Publish falls in terms of if it's commonly used, if it's an up and coming system, if it's popular, if it's not. But I and maybe you, yeah. I I haven't that. heard of that one. Okay, or in particular, uh, the one that I'm mostly have heard of is WordPress, which apparently mm-hmm. almost fifty percent of everything. Oh wow! Okay, it's like standard. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, our church, I. I don't work too closely with these other websites, but um, they're in addition to JSH Online, which is where people can go to subscribe and get these periodicals and get access to them. There's also uh, ChristianScience.com, which is a much broader overall site, and you can you can get to JSH Online through ChristianScience.com, but you can also just get basic information about what Christian Science is, how can I find a church, how can I learn more about it, um, and then resources for members who are out in the world, out at it, their branch churches. Um, and ChristianScience.com was on WordPress for quite a while. Oh, and to, I believe as part of a move to unify the, you know, all the websites in the church um, and just to, to kind of streamline everything, uh, they recently moved ChristianScience.com from WordPress to EasyPublish. So now these two major websites that the church um, keeps are on the same system. Cool. Um, well, I think we've had a fairly long conversation. I just want to wrap it up by uh, asking you what your favorite part of your job and working for, on JSH online mm-hmm. is. That's a great question. Um, I there are several things actually. Maybe th- let's say three things that I I can think of in particular that I like about my job. One uh, is just the team I work with is awesome. We connect really well. Um, I feel like I work very well with the the two who were also kind of on the web team. We call ourselves the web team um, that work for the journal and Sentinel. We all support each other and help each other to figure things out. And there's a really good camaraderie with us and with our managers and everybody. It's it's like a, a little work family, <laughs> which I love. Um, and then one thing related more to the actual web publishing aspect is I, I find that there's a lot of logic that comes into play. Mm. Um, in addition to just publishing things on easy publish, we're also tasked with kind of keeping an eye on the way the site is working. And if things are not working well, it's, it's helpful if we can kind of test them out and figure out what the deeper problem is before we tell our vendor and ask them to make a fix. So there's an element of problem solving and logic which I find really fun and engaging. And, yeah, and I guess the last thing that I might say is I, I, I'm, a, I'm a student of Christian science myself, uh, and I was brought to the church because of that, because I'm, I'm interested in supporting the church, supporting the cause of Christian science, and I'm, I love being able to do that and at the same time learn more about the history of it and learn about the history of these periodicals so it's it feels like an enriching job in a lot of different levels. A lot of history in, in so many years of publication. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much for talking. It's been a, a pleasure. I'm glad that you've been able to join me. Absolutely. Thanks for asking all these great questions. You're This has been The Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.